I feel bad about that time we watched uh, it, and then Daleks was like, I love clowns. And we were like, fuck clowns. <laughs> <laughs> of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually any good. Wait, I'm, are we r- rolling? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm Nick. Always be recording. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. No, do it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so this week I'm we're talking about uh, Blade from 1998. The Wesley Snipes Vampire Hunter. I, I was... Telling Luna about this movie, and I thought that's a better title. Wesley, <laughs> the Wesley Snipes Vampire yeah. Hunter. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going down now. Um, so it's I we, we were kind of talking about which movie we wanted to watch and why, and I think a big part of this, Brett, is because Black Panther is on our minds. Yeah, and it's it's I think the the thing that we're all seeing is it's rare when we get a great comic book movie led by a person who's just not just a white guy. Yeah, totally. This is, and this is the other Marvel one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it is, it is absolutely Marvel. It's a Marvel comic book, but not clearly not part of the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. So it's this not before Marvel had the, yeah. the Marvel money. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I mean, it feels like we didn't really have that conversation back in 1998, but this was a, a rare exception where it was a, big comic book movie and it wasn't just another white guy yeah it's it's funny because i actually saw uh a, a little write-up about it where they interviewed wesley snipes and he said the same thing he was just like people didn't like this in 98 and the producers when they looked at the box office and it was huge box office they're just like i don't get why people like this oh. <laughs> maybe because oh, we like to feel included in films jesus it's, I mean, but it's like still a problem. So they, <laughs> yeah. they even thought when they made Blade, like nobody's going to watch this because it's a black guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the freaking world, but I guess it's always a bummer when you hear that articulated, but I guess that is the standard assumption. Yeah. And it's, it's, it just seemed like a, I don't know, it's been a big year for yeah. uh, black artists and creators, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Get Out was amazing. Get Out was so good. Oh, yeah. And it's nominated for a boatload of things. And Jordan won, a, I think it was a Screen Actors Guild Award for a screenplay. Like, it's a big and deal. By the way, the, the main dude in Get Out is in Black Panther. And the whole time I'm watching yeah. the movie, I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. And I can't <laughs> and then when I look, Yeah, when he's I looked a, him up later. He's also an episode of Black Mirror where he does exactly the same thing that he did oh. in Get Out. Like, oh, uh, yeah. His acting is like, don't get me wrong. I thought he was amazing in Get Out. But then yeah. when I saw the Black Mirror episode, I was like, oh, is that all you do? Well, they're both no. scenarios where somebody is fucking with his reality. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but like, he's the type of actor where like, he kind of like for lack of a better word just has a blue steel like he just has one face okay. you like, know that's that it fits both of those moments it does but i'm just like oh i hope you have more than that when you're I mean, in other movies i think black panther think, proves yeah. it yeah. oh okay I yeah, yeah. Seen it yet. it's like now that you're mentioning Completely it i'm like yeah, yeah totally i yeah. didn't realize okay. it was him and now i'm like oh yeah 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 okay okay it's, awesome. it's also one of those cases where it's like that dude's british you know, like he's his American accent. Oh, he's is British. So good. Yeah, wow. I didn't know. Yeah, 
His oh uh, yeah because oh, yeah and Black Mirror he's, has a British accent yeah so. that was still the British era of Black Mirror I guess I can't talk too much about Black Panther but I, uh, hey hey guys you want to go see Black Panther after this <laughs> it's, it's I would see it again it man. really is that good um, okay let's yeah. go but uh, I was gonna say well this isn't spoilers Martin Freeman uh, oh yeah his American accent is hard to deal with real bad <laughs> oh no really? I don't know if it's bad Aww. or if I'm so used to his real voice. It's it's real bad. You think so? Yeah. I saw other people tweeting about how it was bad. And it's the same thing coincidentally with, with Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. I just could not get on board with that voice. It's overly non-regional. Like mm. it's so it's so straight that he's not from anywhere. Yeah. That's that was my thought about it. But you'll see when you see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so this whole thing of, you know, every superhero movie is a white guy and it's a bummer is a real thing. And I think about it because what's really tough about it is these are all stories that were written in the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, and we can all agree the 60s was a horrific time for stuff like that. So as somebody who loves <laughs> these <Sam> comic <laughs> books, I think it's important to stay true to those characters. It's important to stay true to the original books that I love, but there really weren't a lot of women or you know, people of color in these books back in the 60s. And mm-hmm. it, so it's a bummer. It's a bummer for, for that situation. It is. And I think, like, we get, you know, th- the nice thing about the cinematic universes is, is that uh, while they've tried to retell some of the original tales, it's a lot of, f- like, fresh takes. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we're getting that really cool-looking uh, animated Spider-Man movie with the Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and like it's 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 nice because they can stay true to the theme, but like in these cinematic universes, they totally don't have to use yeah. even the same you know race or whatever. Like you you can cast anyone for any part now because you can yeah. just rewrite a new fucking story. Which you know people dog on the the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. But Michael Clark Duncan as Kingpin, I thought was fantastic. I thought he was brilliant. So you can you can do that. Yeah. You can cast completely different races. You can mm-hmm. you can cast different genders, and it even works with the concept of the multiverse in Marvel. Like same themes, same heart, but the characters can be a little bit different. And so Blade is not one of those sixty characters, six, 60s characters. Blade is much more modern. I never really read Blade books, but I think it's newer. And he was African American in yeah. the graphic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Almost positive. <laughs> <laughs> if I, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, like, oh yeah, for sure. And then I realized I've never read these books, so don't be so confident. <laughs> yeah. 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 But this was uh, 1998. Um, Mr. Wow. Wesley Snipes. And I was looking up Wesley Snipes. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was a good movie, and I wrote that down. Oh, that's a good movie. I wrote that down. And just seeing, like, during the 90s, that dude did so many good, mostly action movies. Hmm. Like, he's done and, – and as I start looking at him, like, I think Major League was the first big one. But, you know, New Jack City, Jungle Fever, Passenger 57, White Men Can't Jump. Man, I have not seen any of these movies. Yes. Yeah, me neither. But they're I mean, big movies. Yeah. Um have we talked about Demolition Man? Oh, Seems yeah. like that's something that should be on our list. It's on our list, and we're saving it for a special guest friend yes. of ours. <laughs> special occasion. Yeah. Uh, RJ really wants to do that one. Okay. And we'll have him on eventually, so. Yeah. I want to. Is he his... in that movie? Yeah. Okay. You were just bringing it up for fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get RJ's thoughts on what the, the shells are for. Demolition Man is one of the best 
like futurist nonsense yeah. movies of of all time. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to comment on. I think it would be fun, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Demolition Man is one of those movies where, uh, since you haven't seen it, mm-hmm. um, it's the one that I accidentally quote a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, so I can't think of any quotes. I don't know. I've, I've MDK'd quite a lot or, uh, <laughs> yeah, clearly I don't remember no? it well. Oh man. Okay. Well, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. You know, for me, whenever I think of Wesley Snipes, I can't, I have to, I always think about, uh, 30 Rock. Is remember, he in that? No, you remember Michael Sheen played a character named Wesley Snipes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, think about it. Which of us looks like somebody who would be named Wesley Snipes? <laughs> it was so good. Just like this nerdy British guy. It's like, I'm the real Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, this movie also has Stephen Dorff, who in my mind is much bigger than like I like. Oh yeah, Stephen Dorff, he's awesome. He's done a lot of stuff. And then I look at his IMDb list, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Who is that? I, I wish I could tell you. Like, <laughs> like, I think you'll see him and you'll recognize him, but none of the movies jumped out. He, the one thing that really jumped out at me is in the Aerosmith video for the song "Crying," he's the boyfriend. So that's deep. how you recognize that's a deep cheese. pull. Yeah, yeah. That's the wow. one thing. But he's better than that. Like, I know he's done good stuff. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm from that Aerosmith music video. It's a backup dancer in an Aerosmith video. Um, Donald Logue is in this. Um, he's not he's not really huge. He plays Harvey Bullock on Gotham. Um, but we actually just saw Donald Logue in um, Cloverfield Paradox. Oh. He was the the author they were interviewing who was talking oh, about the, the concept guy. of the, the guy paradox. who wrote the book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he okay. was in that. And I really dig Donald Logue. He was in this TV series called Life about a police detective who was put he was sent to prison for a crime he didn't commit. Then DNA proved he didn't commit the crime, so he's coming out of prison to be a police detective again. Oh wow. And it was uh. kind of a cool show. That's tough. That actually happens a lot in real life. Yeah. 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 What is that? The It's like the Freedom Project or something. There's like these people who research and try to help people who have been. Yeah. There's some irony in that, though, like being a police detective put away and then DNA. And he's since adopted this like Zen outlook on life. So he's like weirdly calm. And Uh, that's actually common. With yeah. people that have been wrongly imprisoned, you'd expect them to get out and be angry. Mm. And they're just, they're Very just, zen. they've accepted yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they've been in for years, usually like decades. Mm. Like that guy from uh, Serial. He sounded pretty calm. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> don't kidding. bring up this debate, Brandon, um, opposite sides. Fun fact about Cloverfield Paradox. Did you recognize the lady interviewing him? Oh, I feel like she was familiar. Now I don't remember why. She's from Silicon Valley. Yes. She was the replacement yes. for the guy who actually died, yeah, unfortunately. But also, she's, she's in, in Cloverfield Lane. You told me that. Yeah, and she's the lady who pounds on the oh. bunker door asking to be like let in. Huh. Cloverfleet, Cloverfield Lane is so good. Yeah. That really is the best uh, of the three, I think. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, by a me. long shot for me. The, the first one still really holds I up. I really like the first one, but the second one's just so good. I have to see it again. I did like it. I'm not saying I didn't. Oh, there's another Silicon Valley connection because TJ Miller is the camera guy. Oh, yeah. Cloverfield. Oh, weird. Huh. 
Uh. Um, so Udo Kier is also in this. Okay. And that's a fun name. Yeah. He's, he's like this, I just saw him in downsizing and I kept okay. thinking like, he's like this creepy horror movie guy. And now I looking him up, I remember he was in Andy Warhol's Frankenstein and Dracula movies. What? Andy Warhol? Yeah, he produced these monster movies in the 70s, which I haven't seen. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I feel like I really want to see these. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's Flesh for Frankenstein and Blood for Dracula. Excellent names. They also sound like great band names. Yeah. Yeah. Flesh for Frankenstein. We're going to see Flesh for Frankenstein on Saturday. (laughs) Um, But he's also in Suspiria. So this is like definitely creepy vampire sort of guy. And kind of sort of remember him in this okay but i think we're in for a good creepy old school vampire type guy and then the last guy that's interesting is chris christopherson who ties into this thing that mitch was posting on our facebook group about musicians putting in good performances mm. and i'm curious i feel like do you guys remember chris christopherson in this nope that's a no for me he's like the mentor teacher sort of guy Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The old scraggly cowboy looking guy. Yeah. And I feel like he's pretty good. So I'm, I'm anxious to see this to see. Well, I don't even know who that is. So. Yeah. Who is? I feel like Wesley Snipes shouts his name a lot in this. Or maybe it was Probably. another different one. And I was like, Chris Christopherson, the Mighty Duck really Man. <laughs> he's one of those musicians where he's like, I know of him, but I really can't think of any of his songs. He's like a country guy. Hmm. He's been in a lot of cowboy movies. Oh. Well, if it's country music, I definitely don't know it. So (laughs) (laughs) it kind of feels like a cast that's like, all right, you know, nobody I'm like super thrilled about, but I'm kind of like, all right. I know that um, Leslie Snipes can do cool action stuff. This this movie is going to have some action, and I think. Honestly, the action probably hasn't aged super well. That'll be interesting. Um, but like conceptually, I recall this being like the baddest ass of like okay. uh, like as as cool as the vampire genre had ever been. Yeah. Uh at that time. At that time. I mean I remember what's 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 cool what's cooler than than the perception of Blade? Like what's your what's your coolest vampire movie? Like well, I've never seen Blade, so I don't. But like, what's your coolest vampire movie? That's I'm just see. I feel like Lost Boys, but it's not like it's bad not ass cool though. Cool, yeah, you know? it's just a really great movie. There's vampires in Lost Boys. Oh my god, Sam's never. So seen I guess you've never Lost seen Lost Boys. Boys. Oh, um, <laughs> what is my coolest? <laughs> Hold on, I I have to look up vampire movies. I don't know it off the top of my head. Abraham Lincoln Vampire I would, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Let the Right One In. <clears throat> oh, Ooh, that's good. Yeah, or 30 Days of Night. I haven't seen that one either. I might. I, w- I think I might put that one above Blade. Okay, yeah. You know, guys, I would go with Twilight, but no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I like Interview with a Vampire. That one's good. I read this awesome article about how Brad Pitt just hates that movie and hates being involved with it. I could see why. <laughs> he- oh, I also like Nosferatu. That oh, yeah. one's really good. Like Brad Pitt called his agent to find out how much it would cost to buy himself out of the movie while they were shooting. <laughs> oh, man. oh, wow. Because he's saying like we shot all at night and we shot like underground and it was depressing. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. And they said they really cut down his character from the book. Mm. 
But yeah, I remember digging Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, Interview with the Vampire is good. But like, I feel like this was, wouldn't you say 98? Yeah, 98. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like, did this like spike a new um, trend in vampire movies? Because the only other one I can think of that not good, but Ultraviolet, which was wow, like a, about yeah. When when did The Matrix come out? I'm going to guess 99. That's what I was going to say. That's kind of my. Actually, I think we've debated this. And Sam was right about 99, and I was trying to argue Don't with you it. fuck with Sam on her Matrix knowledge? Yeah, it was 99. Uh, okay. okay. Like, uh. I think this was like either at the start of or like riding the wave of like Technogoth. Yeah. 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 So so Ultraviolet I- was 2006. That was like when it was getting really bad. So there have been three Blade movies. I, I remember a particular action scene that I hope is in this movie. That doesn't make any sense. And I, I don't want to talk about it until after the movie. Are you thinking of an action scene that doesn't make any sense? So the Blade movies get more nonsensical as they move okay. on. Uh, but I'm almost positive it's in this. Okay. Well, so oh, I don't know if I've seen scene. them all. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro directed the second one. Oh, really? I was just going to say this seems like a thing he would do. Yeah, which makes me really more interested to visit that. (laughs) This was directed by Stephen Norrington, probably most famous for League of Gentlemen, but he was a visual Mm. effects guy, monster creature guy before that. So not a lot of director directing before this. I forgot about that League of Gentlemen movie. I don't think I actually saw it. Another comic book movie. Yeah. It didn't do well, I don't think. Yeah. So yeah, I this I I keep saying this like we're gonna watch this and then I'm gonna want to watch the sequel, but I don't know how I'll feel after this. But I'd like to see a Guillermo movie again. Yeah. Well, that's a different statement than I want to. Oh, because he did the second. Yeah, Guillermo did the second one. I have high hopes for this, guys. Yeah. You were really into this movie. You 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 picked this movie. Yeah, this was like uh, a little kid. Brett was like. This is a rad movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I got high hopes. I think, like I said, some of the action might be a little dated because I know there's some CG stuff that's just, I mean, 98, 99 was like the worst. Like CG looked better before that and after that. There's just like bad movies with CG where, where the end of the millennium. I don't know, Matrix was pretty solid. Maybe it's when they had more money. Oh, Are am I remembering sure? wrong? I don't know. I'm You're just like, I haven't seen it in so long. Do they hold up or do they only hold up in your memory? Mm. You've wanted to do the Matrix. I want to do the Matrix so bad. The one that sticks out in my mind is uh, uh, Lost in Space and the CG is maybe the worst. Oh, CG. yeah. I'm oh, so yeah. excited for the new TV series. Did we talk I can't about tell yeah, if you're being that. serious. Okay. I am. Like, I, I haven't seen any footage or pictures, but I love the idea of it. Wasn't Lost in Space directed by, um, what's his name? Hawkins. I don't remember who directed Lost in Space. The, the scientist guy. What's his name? Stephen? Stephen not, Hawkins. No, Stephen Hawking was Stephen not Hawking. directing films. No, he did. <laughs> he directed Lost in Space. That's why it's so bad. Wait, what? The, what you're saying doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, okay, the director is Stephen Hopkins. Oh, <laughs> 
That's awesome. No, Stephen Hawking is like, not direct. I'm action. <laughs> hey, maybe that's why. Maybe so he's bad. a good director. We don't know. That's so not his area of expertise. God. I really want to see a film by him now. You're so horrible. So horrible, Brett. <laughs> you guys are fucking weird. Uh, so, okay, what do we expect out of Blade? <laughs> Me? Yeah, what do you expect, Ash? Um, I don't I don't know. I really don't know a lot about this movie. I just know there's vampires. I feel like I went over to a friend's house once and their parents were watching this movie and I just remember that he had a katana and I thought that was super cool. But I don't know if it was this movie. I'm really hoping yeah. he has oh, a katana. The, yeah, totally oh, okay. Blade. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Blade. <laughs> I don't know if it's a katana. I just thought that was his name. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm hopeful that it's, like, a fun action movie that's that's good. I feel like people who like it talk about it, you know, and it feels almost like a cult classic mm. a little bit. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that's accurate. I feel like this movie and The Crow, I oh. get kind of confused sometimes. I've never seen The Crow. The Crow's a lot older, like sev- late 70s, yeah, it, right? No, no, like, no, 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 no. It might have been like 89. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's definitely older than this, but it's not that old. And it's it's uh, definitely a different deal. I would love to go back and watch The Crow. I feel like, like this movie... Crow is 94. The look no of Blade shit. might be like what Underworld wants to be. Yes, oh, that was the other yeah. one I was trying to think of. It feels Underworld feels like it was trying to do a like modern day bondage version. Like a white blade. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't seen Underworld. I have to cop to that. But I just despise the idea of... You know, we're werewolves. We're fighting a war to defend werewolves. We're vampires. We're fighting a war to defend vampires. Nobody wants to be a werewolf. Nobody has allegiance <laughs> and patriotism to be a werewolf. It's a curse. I hate that whole concept. Well, isn't being a vampire the same it thing? It depends so, like, on your lore. Sure. I, I feel like there's some strong work being done with werewolves that might be trying to push the <laughs> pro werewolf agenda. <laughs> As, as long as they don't have foul language, I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, I can't but wait. yeah, this is a question for Bree, if being a vampire is a curse or not. I think it depends on your lore. Like some people or some like stories, you really want to be a vampire because you live forever. Like you're mm-hmm. always youthful. Like there's all these benefits. And then, I can see a culture behind the yeah. vampires. Yeah. Not the werewolves. <laughs> I will not accept that. You mean I've seen True Blood? <laughs> oh, are there werewolves in True Blood? They're, the werewolves are way hotter than the vampires. Uh, yes, that is true. Okay. They're like shapeshifters. And? Just saying. <laughs> he's He's been a good sport and watched a few just, episodes with me. Just saying, Nick, if you want some hot werewolves, check it out. I mean, if 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 the curse is make, if, if the curse makes you hot, maybe that's what it is. Sex appeal. Sex that's appeal. why. That's what you're defending. As it's werewolves. my power. It's my curse. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so you're saying not necessarily that one is better than the other. You're just saying that 
vampires seem to have more lore built around like a hierarchy and werewolves seem to be more solo and so therefore you don't understand they would organize no no it's just this idea of somebody standing up and say i'm proud of my werewolf heritage and we're gonna form a culture and defend ourselves like well no like anybody who's a werewolf does not want to be a werewolf it's the worst curse but you're like a werewolf so what do you do with that yeah i don't think they're like (laughs) werewolf and proud and loud seen, like i don't think that's what the movie's about i think i haven't seen it but, yeah. <laughs> i just think it's about this idea of the them clashing and having a war and against each other i guess this does actually kind of plug back into this movie because i guess what i'm saying is i don't like it when monster movies get off the rails and somebody has a clever idea and explores this clever idea that is antithetical to what that monster is supposed to be about and I don't think Blade falls into that trap, but I'm worried that it might. You well, know? I mean, it's mm. a black guy with a katana, so this has already gone off the rails a but, little but bit. There's a precedent for vampire hunters. like With a katana? Yeah, you have to stab them through the heart. I mean, a katana is awesome. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that breaks the rules. And I don't think that comes off of the rails. Okay. Like, you've got to arm yourself to be a vampire hunter. Uh Uh-huh. So, no, that doesn't bother me. Like, wouldn't you pick the cool weapon? Like, if they're like, you're going to go kill vampires. And they're like, you can have a steak. You can have a sword. You can have a katana. You'd be like, fuck, yeah, the katana. That's my weapon. But how effective is the katana? It's, I mean, well, you're about to find out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We we saw recently on a crowded bus, just kind of glancing across, there's somebody's bag and there's an umbrella handle sticking out. Next to the umbrella handle is a katana handle sticking out. Oh, wow. And I'm like, (laughs) is that somebody walking around with a katana or is that just the coolest umbrella ever? Oh, I have seen umbrellas with a katana handle. I think it was just a cool, a cool umbrella. (laughs) But they it was are, a weird moment. Yeah. Yeah, because I have tried to bring an actual katana on a bus, and they would not have that. <laughs> <laughs> they were not okay with that. So I stabbed them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll throw my expectations. I, 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 I'm, I'm optimistic. I think this can be fun. This isn't one where I feel like I'm locked into a particular opinion. This could swing wildly in either direction for me. Like but a I, katana. I think... <laughs> I'm gonna really. To be honest, I'm very excited about the katana. (laughs) That's your whole expectation. Yeah, I'm very excited about seeing him wield that katana. So yeah, if there's if there's cool action, if Wesley Snipes is the awesome badass that I expect of them, and if they don't go too off the rails with the lore, I think I'll be into it. I do believe Wesley Snipes will do the action. (laughs) Oh yes. <laughs> he will do I do action. believe that's on his resume. As you can see here, I excel in action. Sam, tell us what you expect out of Blade and have you seen it? I have not seen it. I expect it to be like the Matrix 3.0 with vampires and more weapons. Okay. How can you have more weapons than the Matrix? But the we- but they it's just had true. guns. The Matrix had a lot of unused weapons. Yeah. There was a wall. Okay. Yeah. 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 These are weapons in use. Okay. A lot of black leather trench coats in my mind. Yeah. I think that's a lot of hot topic clothing. Weapons in use and weapons in juice. (laughs) Little Um, known fact this movie was sponsored by Hot Topic. They donated all the clothes. You know, I just realized, and this might be kind of a bummer, this is the Blade movie without Ryan Reynolds. 
Oh. We could have had Ryan Reynolds. I'm not going to frown at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess we've got uh, our expectations. Wait, you don't like Ryan Reynolds? I'm just, I don't think he's he, only he, Deadpool and that's it. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> I just. Van Wilder? <laughs> no. <laughs> Van Wilder's so good. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> I think that's one of those, no way has that aged appropriately. Now that we have our expectations for Van Wilder out of the way, maybe we should watch Blade. Um, So yeah, we're going to check it out. We're going to watch Blade and get back on the mic and see what we think. Smack my bitch up. <laughs> yeah, we can watch Blade. The yeah. boss fight music that that was like a, maybe a popular techno song and said wasn't because it ended with Blade, 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 Blade. Oh yeah, like an original oh, techno really? song for the movie. Dude, but yeah. that was exactly what I wanted out of this movie was that scene. Yeah. It was everything I hoped for and more. Isn't mm-hmm. that the structure of comic book movies? Everything builds up to them full power having a boss fight? Yeah. So and the it, music just really like sealed it all. Like he caught the sunglasses and you were in. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think like <laughs> Brett and I out loud was like, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not something I would say it's like particularly good, but it's like that that's fun stuff. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's not like like fine cinema, but right. it was fucking enjoyable, man. I mean, story wise, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's not bad. Like, it it you know, there it was a lot of good plants and payoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, it totally like followed it all a good sense. structure. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to talk about the elephant in the room? What? Uh, can I say it? Can I say it? Can I say it? I mean, you said it in the beginning. This movie took a lot from Matrix. Well, the Matrix <laughs> took a lot from this man. Uh, I mean, Nick always says his elephant in the room backwards. <laughs> I had followed it. I think the Wachowskis stole some shit, man. Yeah. Like, Hell they should well, be upset. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, that's the Wachowskis. <laughs> like, that's the story of their like, life. Like, literally stole the script. Yeah. But, like, yeah. we've, we've seen a lot of, like, they stole this and they stole that. But, like, they just wholesale copy pasted the look yeah. of this into their movie. Totally. Oh, yeah. Right the, down the to the green and... color correction and everything. But this one. I mean, I guess this one's better in that sense that they Mm -hmm. had a broader palette of color correction for the mood of the scenes they were shooting, Mm -hmm. where Matrix was just like, oh, we're in the computer world, we're green. Yeah, totally. This definitely had plenty of moody color grading. Yeah. And lots of trench coats. Lots of And swords. I love Mm -hmm. the part in the beginning when he's climbing out of the cellar that he just had the big fight in. And it's like his whole back is kind of hunched over because he's climbing out, but he's got that katana, mm-hmm. which must be a rubber katana that he's you know, <laughs> climbing out of that little grating. I want well, so isn't like a thing about swords that if if they're thin enough, they bend. Like that makes still sense, sharp but I hell. never imagine a katana Some to be that swords. Thin. Katanas are made out of folded steel, so they shouldn't. Well, bend. his is made out of titanium, which they said out loud, and then totally kind of. I thought it was yeah. a silver one. Oh. Like how does titanium kill vampires? Like, yeah, I guess if you stab a vampire with a stake or silver mm-hmm. or a bone, yeah, the bone titanium, didn't make any sense to me either. What well, was he? What well, maybe he was just always slicing them through the heart. But his mom, he sliced straight in the through abdomen. the heart. 
and you're too plain. That one's funny. I'm a vampire <laughs> all day. She loves Bon Jovi. <laughs> this is, I have a criticism of Bon Jovi. Oh, Luna. okay. Buckle up. It's okay. Uh, I, well, I can't like do it on the show, but they only have like one song and then Dead or Alive, which is the second song. You're good at math. That's two. But they, they only have one song and it's the, uh, the chords of all of their hits are the same chords. They're all the same I, song with different lyrics. I have recently learned that that's not quite true. Oh my gosh. Especially when there's one particular Bon Jovi song that is the alarm clock every day. <laughs> Definitely oh, no. not the same as what you're talking about. But there's also those guys that were like, every song is the same four chords. Have you seen uh-huh. that video? It's uh-huh. pretty great. Yeah, but they pull I mean, it from all, all the bands. AC sounds yeah. the same. Or U2. In my opinion, U2 yeah. sounds the same. Yeah, they've got some range. Anyway, what, you guys, what do you think about Blade? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the Blade. <laughs> so like we we kind of just hit the like the the broad strokes of of the matrix thing but i think really that's the the biggest element to talk about for me is just like uh you mentioned this this uh, not the stairway scene like the lobby scene yeah mm-hmm. uh and like the elevator and there's the the, yeah. the library scene where they blow up the library door and i guess that was the stylistically from the matrix lobby scene but you know yeah uh but but like uh, what do you call it? Goth ravers, mm-hmm. you know that sort of stuff. But that's not really matrixy. I mean, goth is, but ravers not. Oh, they had a like the, a rave. It was scene. in the uh, second was in the, one. Yeah, the second one. The but third even in actually. The first, yeah, was like it? I think yeah. Trinity finds him. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. That was yeah. There was totally a rave scene in the beginning of the first one. Oh okay. Okay, so here's the scene that I was anticipating that made no sense, and Brett, you you called it as it was happening. <laughs> They, so dance rave vampire they bring a guy in and he's going to be like food and then they just shower blood from the sprinklers which and bryce said it too it's like well this is food this is like if like, if i went to a rave and the sprinklers turned on and like melted chocolate was coming from the ceiling it would be the best day of my life that i'm just nope, saying nope, nope, amazing nope. For so, 43 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll be like, this was a horrible idea. <laughs> People just start slipping and falling in the yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Or like alcohol or something. Yeah, yeah, alcohol. Like champagne. I can see it with champagne. I mean, they do have raves. They're um they're oh. called like bubble parties or whatever, yeah, where they fill it up with food. Like, right. That would be cool. Like mm-hmm. all of this food does sound awesome for 28 seconds. <laughs> I think what we're all saying is we'd love to just have a bunch of food thrown at us in a party environment. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think that's the opposite of what Nick's saying. Well, Nick Nick is the only one who's like, that would be weird. <laughs> no, I'm with Nick. <laughs> yeah, it just seems You like and Ash can go have your weird blood party. I thought it was a pretty cool scene, though. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great visual. Fan yeah. is the problem with this movie. Like, there's a lot to love about this movie, but it is that... Style over substance, action, male posturing, sort of like, I'm going to be a badass, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things to be afraid of. Like what? Like me. And and this movie walked a line, and most of the time it was fun. But sometimes it's like, eh, come on. Like, this is 14-year-old boy fun, you know? I was so into it. I was I totally liked it. into and, it, and, too. and I was too. I was maybe too. I'm a 14 year old boy at heart. Well, I gotta know what was your least into it. Mo- yeah, what's what was the thing? What pulled you out? 
what what pulled me out um okay i mean that's an easy one the the injection that makes people explode oh yeah you know <laughs> but but here's here's the problem and you're and you've gotten you're i'm sure you're sick of me going off on this rant but david goyer he's the guy who wrote man of steel batman versus superman like he loves this dark comic book stuff and it works with some characters and with some characters it is the wrong direction so while this was fun david goyer is what's wrong with superhero stories Wait, so how is he connected yeah, to I this don't, movie? I'm, he wrote why? this movie. He, oh. And he directed the third. So he's like okay. the the backbone of these movies. Gotcha. Yeah. Honestly, I think the explosion could have worked if it hadn't looked so dated. And then like Ash made a good point. She's like, if I had directed that scene, he'd have blood all over him. Yeah. Like yeah. it didn't you know, it could have been really gross. Like, and, and the whole time I'm okay with it. Like it was, it was all fun, mm-hmm. but it's all at the, the top of the tolerable level of ridiculous teenage male yeah. action movie. That know. is, that is funny that, that it progressed that way that he wrote this and then directed the third one. Cause this was ridiculous, but through someone else's eye. And then the third one, I recall just being, off the rails. Uh, off the fucking rails, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which makes me want to see the Guillermo movie in, in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the explosion thing didn't really bother me. I, I guess I enjoyed a new way of killing vampires, you know, that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, it's it could have so easily just been like, oh, yeah, his blade is silver and he's just killing them like the old-fashioned way you know and i i I don't know i thought it was kind of cool that there was a different and like it made sense that she found it because you know that was her profession yes but you know and and the first reel we meet a hematologist you know it's like it's that really well it's movie logic yeah yeah it's okay so i'll give you it's convenient storytelling for like the way the movie progresses but in universe He's been fighting yeah. vampires for for thirty years, yeah, uh, without the hematologist. So, wh- like, why tell that story instead of the one where he wins? Like, this is that's where yeah. that's the logical place to pick it up. Yeah, so, I okay. agree, I'm totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and every one of those beats, it's like I'm into it, but it's walking in the direction of me not being into it. You know, there was one that pulled me out a little early in the movie, actually uh, thinking about the over the top moments. And it was when he just ragdoll through was her face from the building onto the other building. Oh yeah. Oh yes. (laughs) That definitely didn't make any sense. Have you guys seen the trailer or the poster for skyscraper? Oh my gosh. There's this whole thing on the internet. So it's this, it's this movie with, Dwayne Johnson. He's not credited as, as the. Oh, writer. I have seen. It's basically. I'll let you say. So he's. There's this one shot in the trailer and the poster. He's running off of a crane way up high in the sky, jumping off the crane. And it's that he's going to jump into the window of the skyscraper. But the arc that he's taking from where he jumped to the window is completely impossible. And there's like internet nerds making graphs of like, this is how he would fall. This is the gravity. Oh my you gosh. know. And yeah, and it was like, like the oh. only way it makes sense is if he was running like the fastest any human has ever run. Yeah, faster than Usain Bolt's record. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was thinking about in that scene. Like he threw her from one window all the way across to mm-hmm. another. 
and landed her on the garbage to break her fall. Yeah. Now, to be fair to The Rock, he in Dwayne that, Johnson, it, <laughs> he's matured. <laughs> uh, he. In that movie, he's missing the leg. Right. So does he, he's got the bionic leg? That's the whole thing I was worried. Like, did they account? We've for already the verified leg? that the bionic leg is faster. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but only half of him is faster. I mean, also, you you have to go fast enough to make that trajectory and break through the window. I'm just which, saying he had like a spring jump, you know. Like, I mean, he had to have little. Already broken, at least in the oh, poster. Okay, I haven't seen the poster. I was like, you have to have little spikes on your shoes or something because tempered glass does not break. I thought you were going to talk about the fact that people have been saying that movie is basically Die Hard again. I I, I'm I guess there's some Die Hard stuff there. Have you seen the trailer? I've seen the trailer, and here's what's fascinating about the trailer: like the the level of intelligence we're dealing with. <laughs> I saw the trailer and I understood every word that people said. I saw the trailer in Italian. So that's the level of the dialogue in this movie. Oh. That it's so lowbrow that my less than elementary understanding of Italian, I understood everything that they said. I, I like the concept of, like, we all know that the the rock is, is the perfect human. So, like, how do we give him a believable, like, reason to, to have a challenge? Let's take his fucking take leg. His leg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they also take his family and... Well, I guess it's action motivation. Yeah. But this movie. This movie. I thought this movie was so great. I I really liked it. I'm surprised that we were seeing the Rotten Tomatoes was like 54% or something. I don't Mm. understand why. Because this was pretty awesome. The only, besides the throwing her across Mm. the window thing. The only other thing that kind of bothered me was like, I was so stoked about that katana and the action in this film was so fucking awesome. And then we get to them actually having a sword fight and that is not how you fight with a katana. Yeah. It was like, fast, 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 Well, it was like all just up. It was like, like fencing. Yeah, it was not, that's not how you fight with yeah. a katana. And I was just so disappointed because it was just like, like you said, that's like a t- two teenage boys fighting with swords, just like hitting exactly. them together up high. Like, that's not how you choreograph sword fighting at all. You know, that's, they, they, that's the thing I have with this movie. It's that guy in high school with a trench coat who had swords at home. <laughs> this is his favorite movie. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> or that girl with a trench coat. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> it's oh, my ex-boyfriend. Okay, yeah. I, this I probably the, was his guess. favorite movie. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. It was probably my ex-boyfriend's as well. Mm. You don't. That was pre-Brett, yeah. so you may not have met him, but it was embarrassing. Oh, I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was don't worry. scary You're as not, well. He was not scary. Anyway. Yeah. Scott <laughs> scared me. Got older, but I, I besides that and the awful CG, of course. Well, here's another thing. Um, in movies like this, especially vampire movies, rules are important. What kills them is a big part of vampire movies, and I appreciate that each storyteller gets to tweak their rules. But you got to explain the rules. So why does Donald Logue not die? Like he keeps mm. kind of killing him, and he yeah, keeps I didn't surviving. Really understand that either. Explain to me those rules. When he can stab somebody with a bone and she melts into ash, yeah. Why does that guy not die? So over I, and over again. 
I don't have a science. There's like a, you know, it's definitely kind of a, a battleshipping moment in this, but uh, I do love the concept of the unkillable, just comic relief joke. Villain. Yes, love it. Give us a logic for it. <laughs> you know, give us why. Comedy Dad was only there to be chopped to bits again and again. <laughs> and he was fun. Like this idea that you can regenerate infinitely. And I like the little detail of the hematologist knew that the main bad guy was not a pure blood because he had a scar. You don't have a scar if you were born as a vampire. Mm-hmm. Where know? was his scar? I couldn't see it. Okay. I was like, what scar yeah. are you talking about? What scar? He's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, I like the logic of the regenerating and that, mm-hmm. that's cool. But give us a reason why the fire didn't kill him. The multiple stabbings didn't kill him. I could yeah. understand why the fire wouldn't kill him, but then I wouldn't understand why he would attempt to light him on fire. Yeah. If, if yeah, like, he says, I've tried to kill you several times. Yeah. You should try like stabbing him with the sword that kills vampires. Yeah. You know, like why is he having such a hard time killing that guy? I don't know. Cause I, he's uh, Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You put it in the movie. I mean, that's a good, yeah. That's a good point. I think he was just being mean to him. <laughs> Like he was just like he was just, he was just bullying this I mean, vampire. That would be fun, except he actually did say, "I've been trying to kill you several times." Yeah, but that's just him, you know, baiting him. <laughs> I, I mean, it was, it was when the mission though. is to kill vampires. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Yeah. I will say though, I loved like I loved the scene with her and her ex, and like. They're having this, like, you know, classic conversation of, like, oh, why can't we get back together, you know, and then him, like, attacking them. And then I was not expecting to see him again, her ex, at all. Like, I loved that call back, you know, and it was almost sort of, like, I guess my own twisted sense of humor. It was, like, humorous that he's, like... Why exactly did we break up, you know, before she bashes <laughs> yeah. his face in? It's a little, it's a little like the, the perfect tw- 2018, like, you know, comedy, comedy thing is just like the, the guy that's like asking uncomfortable questions and like was about to take it too far when a vampire fucking killed him. Yeah. And then comes back from the fucking dead and it's just still like, hey, save <laughs> <take> me. <laughs> it's like. I, I wish I could bottle the joy that I had for the one and a half seconds that I thought that was Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. You were Nathan pretty Fillion. excited. And no, not at all. I And I also, the whole when I was watching this movie, at first I was like, man, this would be an awesome series to reboot. But I feel like it taking place in the 90s is so integral oh, to yeah. this film that... totally. Like, if you did reboot it, it would have to take place in the 90s. And you would have yeah. to keep that awesome 90s music. But, like, late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s. Like yeah. That era. Yeah. Totally. The music totally sets the yeah. tone. I mean, what? It would be dubstep now, right? No, yeah. dubstep's over. It would be that, like, prodigy-type music. Totally. You know what? I love how like- Sam just announced dubstep's over. <laughs> Get over it. You heard it here first. <laughs> if they heard it here first but <laughs> sam is confirming <laughs> this is the drop you've been waiting for <laughs> sam just dropped up stuff. you know one thing that is pretty glorious about this movie is th- there's a way to write and perform that character where he's just stoic badass 
but this he's he's got some real humor to it yeah you know which the, was so great that when he thought he killed the main bad guy and then it's like what the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. great i wish i could remember some of the others but there's some some really funny stuff there oh he does a lot of like you know mugs to the camera or when the cops bust <laughs> yes. into the hospital and they shoot him he's like are you kidding me yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like that. that's right yeah but like catching the sunglasses is kind of a yeah mm-hmm. it was just fun it was good i liked that they like they didn't force a love story between him and the yeah. chick either like yeah. you know you could definitely end this movie thinking that they're like together but it wasn't like, okay, here's the sex scene moment, you know? Yeah. I was dreading it because that's that tedious exactly. thing that has to be in every movie. Yeah. I mean, she also had a purpose yeah. in the actual story. Like, well, if it wasn't for her, he actually wouldn't have yeah. been able to defeat the guy because she invented the serum. Yeah, totally. So, like, it was really cool to see and kind of a little bit ahead of its time, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, she, like, kicked fucking doors in and shot people. Yeah. Like, well, there was like that moment when you know something bad happened when they broke into their like headquarters and I was like, oh, oh yeah. here's the part where they killed the girl to give him motivation to come back and kill them all. And then it didn't happen. Well, and they I killed the men. Just a different character. Yeah. I mean, but it he- It was still but, the scene you described. She's just saying normally it's women. But normally the women. it's the girl. That's, yeah. the, that's the girl's purpose in superhero movies is to die. I thought that to... was the father's purpose. Sometimes it's a girl. Yeah, because the I'm girl's normally shit. being kidnapped, right? <laughs> yeah. Which she did get kidnapped, but it didn't yeah. feel like... You were it didn't expecting... feel like his reason to go kick ass was just because of her. It felt like yeah. his reason was because they killed his friend. Yeah, they had that yeah. videotape thing where he's like, look, we've got the girl. And like they pan over to Blade, and it feels like perfectly in character for him to be thinking like, do you think I care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm coming to kill you. I mean, also, too, she wasn't helpless when she was captured. Yeah, either. totally. Like, she wasn't, like, tied up in a dungeon with some impending doom. Like, that helped, too. Like, she wasn't just a damsel waiting to be rescued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you threw her into an escapable Batman trap. <laughs> yeah, he showed up and didn't really, like, make too much of an effort to save her and then got captured himself. Mm. I've never really seen have have we seen a vampire movie with zombies in it before? That was kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I don't think we've seen that type of aberration. I really liked that it, it, it could have easily been just like, oh, they're really cramming stuff in here for just to have a different monster. Mm-hmm. But like the they kind of made a joke out of it. Like like the yeah. uh Frost was just like, you know, sometimes Turning into a vampire just doesn't work right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not actually a zombie. It's it's an aberration to the transformation process. Yeah. And yeah. Then it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked that. So in, in the beginning, you asked uh, what our favorite vampire movies were. And I didn't think of it at the moment. But another movie that feels very similar to this. And it was interesting that this ends in Russia, too is a movie called Night Watch, which is a Russian movie, mm. and Day Watch. Day Watch is the sequel to Night Watch. Champion oh. <laughs> of the sun. Yeah. But it's by the director who did The Wanted. I know nobody likes The Wanted. But he, in my opinion, is... I don't... Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt Timur something. I'm not oh, going to attempt... 
Bekmembekov. There you go, Timur yeah. Bekmembekov. And I just think he does action so well. So if you like this movie and you want like another one, Nightwatch actually came out in 2004. But this came out before that? Or yeah. Oh, okay. What we so he might have borrowed some stuff from that. But again, it's very much like vampire hunters going around killing vampires wearing dated clothes and sunglasses you know yep. cool so i'm surprised y'all went with with dayman instead of fucking hasselhoff with daywatch <laughs> <laughs> i can't really sing the baywatch song i don't even know what it is no clue but anyway i would say that was another okay Another good stylized action vampire film. I have to check that one out. Films. What was that? Did we say 30 Days a Night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one I dig. That's rad. Just a, a fun concept. That's the one in Alaska, right? I think it's Alaska. It's definitely one of those, you know, far north places. Where, like Alaska. Where you get long stretches without sun. Mm-hmm. You know what's the thing they glossed over in this movie is what happened to Blade ages like zero to three where he was a bloodthirsty baby he was well okay yeah i knew he was living on the street when whistler found him at 13 but yeah oh that reminds me of the other thing that bugged the hell out of me blade can't have flashbacks to the day he was born that's not an acceptable flashback to have i don't think blade was having a flashback i just think the filmmakers were doing a flashback for the audience I'd like to believe okay, that because he's part vampire, his memories never degraded. Maybe. He's got hmm. perfect memory. Also, vampires That would be horrifying to remember your birth. Vampires don't <laughs> age. So, like, at what point did he just stop aging? Well, I, I think know. Whistler set up that he, he ages more like normal people. Yeah, he said oh, okay. he ages like a human. Okay. Yeah. I missed that. There were a lot of really cool filmmaking and lighting techniques in this film too yeah that were pretty interesting like they must have been wearing some sort of weird contacts but also like Mm -hmm. the way they were lighting their eyes like i don't really know exactly what they did or if it was partly the contacts but the vampire eyes like always had two specular highlights as opposed to the humans usually just had one and I don't know, it's like a really Could small detail, digital. but it it was interesting because it made their eyes look like they were glowing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then the shutter speed with the car chase. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. I think really that was cool. a combination of shutter speed and a speed ramp. Yeah. I think I, it was a little bit fast motion in mm-hmm. addition to a weird yeah, shutter speed. Yeah, I totally. think they... F- filmed it uh, like slow like the cars were driving slow and then sped it up to normal speed and it had that crazy look to it maybe yeah it it was it was another one of those things that was like that's almost lame and stupid but it really works for the tone that they're doing yeah i mean it it looked to me sort of like the technique they used for saving private ryan in the beginning a speed ramp Mm -hmm. that's the yeah which is why i'm saying shutter speed yeah and gladiator used that shutter speed effect i think even if you filmed footage and you sped it up it wouldn't have had the same jerky feeling that that shutter speed effect gives it Mm -hmm. it reminded me of the grudge yes yeah the grudge uses it too frames and stuff Mm -hmm. but another was that i feel like it's a scott pilgrim moment where it's like the sword is in the wall and Blade, you're saying it's like a video game where you identify an obtainable object. Yeah, the screen flashed. Yeah, he looks across the room and that's like, sword, 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 you know? And it's that was very Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did that with the sword and with the uh, the exploding juice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but that didn't have the same sort of like crazy effect to it. So you also brought up in the beginning about the the guy in this film who's a musician. Yeah. Who? So how did he do? I thought he actually did pretty good. Which one was he? He uh, was Whistler. Whistler, the guy who died. Oh, who was his friend? The country music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so there you go, Mitch. There's another musician who did a, a pretty good performance. Yeah. yeah. And I think he's done a shitload of cowboy type movies too. And I, you know, at first I was like, eh, you know, I was like, he's not doing much. But then that yeah. death scene, I thought was so great when he's like, walk away, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I liked that. I thought he did a good job there. It, it was the moment that really won you over the, uh, uh, the vampires are coming and he just hits the overhead lamp. Oh my God. Yes. That was so (laughs) badass. And I think you said in the beginning, Sam, how this film has like utilizes a variety of weapons versus the matrix. It just feels like guns and the same guns. Like I enjoyed the variety of weapons, the fun places they're hiding, you know? Yeah. And the creative use of like, you know, you watch I, I just a Terminator comes to mind with a shotgun and it's just like I've got a shotgun and like this was like almost like fist fighting with a shotgun mm-hmm. but, but still shooting people like when she knocked the guy to grab the shotgun and then fired the shotgun to make him let go mm-hmm. but again I have to wonder about rules like if you shoot a vampire with a shotgun do they disintegrate or did they make silver shot he was in there, like in one of the scenes, actually forging like his, the bullets. metal. Yeah, we saw him making bullets, but making silver shot. I mean, I guess movie logic, okay, but that's a shitload of work. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. And he has like a handheld machine gun that's like spraying bullets. Did they make all of those silver bullets by hand? Well, that machine gun, he was shooting police and like people that they hired that were humans. Because yeah, remember that one guy. Like, okay. he would shoot them, and they wouldn't disintegrate. So he's got a gun for f- familiars. I think so. And then yeah. another gun with more valuable ammunition. Yeah, I think so. But he definitely killed vampires who disintegrated using a shotgun. Mm-hmm. But if we can believe that they made their own guns and their ammunition and built a motorcycle, like, I guess we can buy what they I forgot about that. the motorcycle. That scene didn't really make sense to me because it was cool, but, like... <laughs> They were. He was underground. How did he get the motorcycle there? Like, and it didn't look like he came out of the elevator. So where did where well, did that? Was like that... A lobby. Like he busted in the. F- the I front. thought it was down below though. You had to take the elevator from the Japanese. He put the club uh, motorcycle in down. The yeah. So like, how did he? Well, that's what I thought, but he didn't come out of the elevator. So I didn't understand where did this motorcycle come from. So here's an interesting question of logic. Like, I understand they made their own guns and made their own bullets. They made their own motorcycle. Why would you make a motorcycle? Like, did they make the Chevelle? Like, what, what, what's, what's the logic? Like, the car, we're not going to make. A motorcycle, we're going to make. So it kind of looked like a modified motorcycle. Yeah. Like, over the years, okay. shit okay. had got I'll busted and they fixed it themselves. Yeah. They never said they made it. It just looked like they made it. He was very clear it was a low-budget operation. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, we, we steal money from the people we killed, and that's how we're making silver bullets. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you stealing a lot of money out of these people's wallets. Yeah. <laughs> I silver maybe was silver cheap in the nineties. 
<laughs> I don't know the cost of silver. I mean, if the if the watches they're stealing are silver, they could melt it down. Yeah, he was like, "It's just a fake." He was just they were just melting all of the jewelry. Maybe that's. I mean, that's. Gosh, that's kind of an interesting like through line that the unspoken that the vampires maybe are like giving everyone really cool jewelry and shit. Yeah, like, wait, why would the vampires be wearing silver jewelry? No, oh. I mean like buy like buying their their uh, familiars oh. like cool shit. Another thing that didn't make a whole sense a lot of sense, though like I just felt like I was just like whatever. You know, like with this film it's like I'm just going to let it, you know, I'm just going to yeah, absolutely totally buy into it cuz it's just a fun action movie. But like he was standing the main frost guy when he had that little Asian girl kidnapped. He's standing in the sunlight with his special sunblock. But in the scene before, he had yeah, to wear a helmet and like why? I mean, Maybe but the guy to- was also burning before they did the helmet. Yeah. Like and they were yeah. fine. I mean, I'll buy that the sunblock works for a little bit and maybe in low light and not like direct sunlight. But he was in direct sunlight. I mean, it was like bright and direct, whereas like sunrise is like direct, direct. Mm-hmm. He's the big bad. You gotta give him a little bit of leeway on like he probably he prepped. He prepped. He prepped. He was the boss. <laughs> he put on his makeup. He did the most prepping of any of the vampires. He's prepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a beautifully shot scene. Like, I don't know what that the location. Sunrise? No, no, no. The um, the park the, scene. The park scene with the the lantern. the Chinese lanterns and the trees and like it was just refreshing to have this like green nature yeah. Usually scene. Usually, vampire movies are so dark. Yeah. In the middle of a city. Yeah. So what's great about the sun sunrise? You know where they kill Udo Kier. I I always think that is the most effective way. To give yourself a badass villain in a movie, you've got a guy like Udo Kier who's got this this history of being awesome vampires in movies, and the villain in this movie kills that guy, mm. and that's what <laughs> makes him it formidable. It's kind of like mm-hmm. in True Romance, where it's yeah. like you think it's going to be Samuel L. Jackson, and, and then Gary Oldman kills Samuel L. Jackson, and um, um, The Force Awakens, like that was so powerful. And that's how we got, like, mm. I was not the least bit afraid of Kylo Ren until that moment. Mm-hmm. Just in case people have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but, but you know the moment. Like, okay. You, you know, yeah. a, a moment that really defines the bad guy and mm-hmm. gives them weight. The costumes were pretty awesome, too. Like, I feel like the costumes in this movie, at least for Wesley Snipes, was way cooler than I remember the Matrix costumes being. Like the Matrix costumes just kind of feel like generic. Uh, black leather. Black leather, yeah. But So in a very real way, the Matrix costumes were just like fetish costumes. Like Yeah. And, and we learn later... That's totally just what it was. It was one of the. Oh, really? Yeah. One of the one of the Wachowskis was just like, that's fucking hot. And like, mm. that's all it was. And this kind of felt like there was a lot of care taken to yeah. the costuming. This kind of felt a little film noir in like the styling of the costumes, you know, like the trench coat, but more modern to kind of fit within this techno goth feel. Well, the, the trench coat is a techno goth thing. So it wasn't like they invented that. No, I know. But, but what, what like I the mean is they're a little more subtle, like 
mm. old fashioned. What I mean is like the the details on his costumes. So like he had like these buckles and he had mm-hmm. like these holsters. It was really armor. And yeah, it yeah. looked like it was functional versus in uh, Matrix, it just looks cool. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. Think Neo's outfit was a black trench coat on top of like a fucking black turtleneck, plain nothing. Like, yeah. I don't think and there was leather any pants real or costuming. Yeah. And I yeah. also really like Frost's costume. He He would have these perfectly pressed shirts with very high collars, very high, sharp collars, hmm. which very subliminal, subliminally makes you think, you know, Dracula sort of thing. Like he feels vampire because he's got these high, sharp collars. And also because he doesn't want people to see his bite. Oh, oh yeah. Because he's not pure blood. Oh, was that the scar she was talking about? I think so. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. It would have helped to have an insert there. I like hmm. that. I also thought it was interesting. This is another one of those. I mean, you. it's not like it's uncommon to see this anymore. Um, but this is another one of those movies where it puts the hero in black and the bad guy in white. So going mm. against sort of the common trend of, you know, bad guy in black, hero in white. But, you know, like his, the Frost dude, his like right hand chick was always wearing white. That was just her mm-hmm. thing. And then Frost wasn't necessarily always wearing white, but he was in lighter colors than all black. And the girl and Blade were always wearing all black. Mm-hmm. But it's just sort of a technique to like separate your yeah. characters and make I them think stand it out. Also plays into that Technogoth style a little bit. Mm-hmm. I like that you keep saying Technogoth. (laughs) It's it's perfect for what it is. I don't know if that's the real term, but... You know what this movie needed, though? It needed Techno Viking. (laughs) I think it needed Ryan Reynolds. As Techno Viking? I I am both sad and not sad that this isn't part of the current Marvelverse. Like... Oh, yeah. Because it's so cool. But if it was part of the current Marvelverse, it would not be. Yeah, it would be Why? totally different. Because the current Marvel couldn't do this. Sure, they could. Not mm. like this. Have it, you seen Punisher? They would interrupt the 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 big moments with jokes in a way that this didn't. I don't know. Pun- Punisher definitely feels on this level. Even it's also boring as shit. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's my argument. Is like I would argue that a lot of the Marvel movies are kind of boring and filled with long exposition scenes, as opposed to this didn't really. It was not very heavy handed in the exposition scenes. Like there were a few, but they were pretty quick. You know, it's kind of like the the first Tim Burton Batman where they did not burden themselves too much with the origin story. Mm -hmm. Like "Eh, there's a flashback. You get it. Yeah, exactly. I love the origin story. in this was he was born. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty good origin story. I, I like the idea. If anybody were to ask him, like, what's your origin story? He would say. I was born. Yeah. (laughs) You know? The thing with his mom was kind of strange, though, too. Yeah. As you pointed out, Sam. He was weird and Oedipus complexy. Yeah, she was a little touchy. Definitely sexualized. I mean, Wesley Snipes is just so damn hot. Yeah, she's getting all hot bothered up in there. It was weird. Again, though, interesting a character coming back that they set up that I was not expecting to come back, which was kind of interesting. And what what better way to like sell the 
dehumanizing and like no longer a person element of being a vampire than that oh, yeah. horrifying sequence. Yeah. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> like you might have had questions if he killed his mom and she hadn't been acting like that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So so the um what is the girl's name? I forget her name. Whoop. Doctor <laughs> Doc McStuffins. Doc McStuffins. McStuffins. <laughs> I mean um, she had a name. <laughs> yeah, I don't name remember her Robert name Paulson. either. So like <laughs> <laughs> this cure that she has, it just cures her from all future vampirism because Karen. What confused me, oh yeah, Karen, why are we not together? What confused me <laughs> was like, okay, she got bit and then she cured herself. But then I feel like you get bit again, you need to take the stuff again and cure yourself again, right? I mean, maybe it was like, or is it like she a said, virus? I have to go back to the lab. Maybe that was like, but she said she had to go back to the lab to cure him. Yeah. Not her. So I have this. It's it's a weird thing I'm still working on because it's one of the things that bothers me, even though I'm always bitching about battleshipping, uh-huh. is there's questions that I feel like if if there is a reasonable answer somewhere that the, they shouldn't have to answer it in the movie. And like you were I think you were going to suggest maybe it was a virus and she had vaccinated herself. Mm-hmm. It's like if that's possible, then they don't need to have that line in there. Oh, I completely disagree. Like you've got to put it in the movie. Like she's a scientist, she's like I cured myself and like I I buy that. But like if if the she audience do an impossible thing. If we the, have vaccines in the If the world. audience is burdened to fill in the gaps to the story, then you've failed to tell the story. As, I don't know if that was even relevant to the story so much, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I was like, how is she not a vampire now? Because uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is her telling Blade to take her blood is a bigger sacrifice if she is risking herself to vampirism again. Boom. So in that moment, I was like, whoa, this is pretty crazy. She's like risking her life, you know, and risking becoming a vampire. But then if there was no risk, then it wasn't really, you know, like it just takes away the significance of that scene. Yeah, she's like, it's a blood donation session. Interesting. Yeah. Cause I read it from a completely different angle, which is that blade doesn't do that. Oh, it was both. It was yeah. Really yeah. sacrificing his Absolutely. Because she was but, like ready to go and he was like, no, nah, no. Nah, well, nah, she kind of nah. had a little beat where she like realized like the only way to save him was to offer her blood. Also, like half of the time people got bit in this movie, they died. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. So there's also that danger. Yeah. There's even more to that scene. There's the interesting element of she, she's like, stop, stop, mm-hmm. stop. Because he, like, couldn't control himself once mm-hmm. he was doing it. And it was a sex scene. Like, That's true. When yeah. you when a vampire bites somebody, I can see a thrust of the bite. But in this, it was, like, thrust. Change camera angle. Thrust. <laughs> Change camera angle. Thrust. Yeah, it's totally. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot to that little scene. Yeah. Yeah, they, they made weird sexual elements out of a lot of stuff in this. But but I like what you're saying, Ash. It's... it's it is a sacrifice if she knows that yeah. she's got no cure coming. And, like, it's not like I wanted a lot. I just wanted her to, like, or him to hand her a cure. Yeah, and it does it does poke holes in that thing. Like, if it was a vaccine and then he drank the vaccine, is he, like, 
Yeah. Okay. I get it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's not like a deal breaker, you know, but it was just like a thing at the end where I was like, wait a minute, this logic you set up feels unsound. That's the problem I have. Like they didn't really give us firm logic and that is something you have to establish in a vampire movie. Did you guys catch the half a second shot of the, uh, the lightning transformation scene where the lightning struck the room that they were fighting in blade and, and his mom uh but the casket was still closed oh um, and like then they continued the fight scene while the lightning was going and there was no lightning in that room well there was also <laughs> the scene where he takes that guy's face and puts it against the train yeah. and then it cuts to them fighting again and his face is like totally fine and then it yeah. cuts to a close-up and his face is like fucked up. And But it was like, they were like, let's not worry about the makeup for this wide shot, you know? Yeah, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Or the editor juggled shots. Yeah. Well, I think it was written in that they continue to fight after he, so, he puts his face on the thing. What Was there like a really wide range of CG? Because like I, I bought some of it. And I yeah. really did not buy some of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some <laughs> of it. CG blood drips. As Bryce yeah. pointed out, like the, um, the like sparks when the swords hit each other were CG when they looked pretty okay. good. It, it felt like it got worse as the movie went along though. It did get like, worse as the movie went along. Like they ran out of budget. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they knew what they had the money for. And they're like, if we impress the audience up front, they'll forgive us later yeah (laughs) i don't know that i follow that logic but well he's not saying it's good logic he's just saying yeah it it i don't know if the cg just wasn't there for what they were trying to do but like even the weird skeleton things that crawled out of those people's mouths were not super great (laughs) um but like the worst was when he like blood uh, slinky, <laughs> and then his hand oh, like yeah. reformed with like the horrible old like maybe they did all the VFX in sequence for this movie. So they and started. So they money. yeah. So they started with all the money, and then they got to the end, and they're like shit. Because even before that, there was when he first blew up the first two who were fighting him in the hallway with them. Um, did they have swords? I can't remember, I but um. The first two vampires that we see blow up and there's a moment where like it blows up and blood is going everywhere. And I turned to Bryce and I was like, it looks like you did it. (laughs) It looks like it's something we did because the it was so over the top. Yeah. After effectsy looking. um, But like 20 years ago. Yeah. You know what's a little disappointing for me, though, in that scene specifically? And is, is that that they've already solved that problem in vfx and that then they did i mean it looked a little goofy back then too but um total recall the mars planet oh yeah see that was a better version of somebody's with face. prosthetics yeah and it looked still look goofy oh, the eyes but like you know you could put a little more effort in the prosthetics and probably had a really cool mm-hmm. horrifying real looking thing well maybe their prosthetics budget went to the fat lady uh, well, that was funny fat guy was a guy 
They kept no. saying it was he. He they, did. Really? Yeah. yeah. And the actor was a guy. Oh. Yeah. Totally. They called him Pearl, so I thought it was yeah. a female. Too, and then the wide. giant boobs, so I just assumed. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of weird. I could have done without that Even part. vampires have the morbidly obese. <laughs> did that remind anyone that else of Seven? Because <laughs> right. I was like, this yeah. feels very much like that scene in Seven. Yeah. I have not seen that movie. It's on the list. So good. But, oh, so back to, like, the people exploding stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they did it really well in True Blood. Okay. People explode in True Blood. That's how the vampires die. And it's, like, not cheesy, but just, like, really disgusting. Like, just slimy, I love gutsy it. goo. That's how I do it. Yeah. Totally. That's, H- that's HBO <laughs> then, money, though, right? It is. It's vampire. HBO money, yeah. And then everyone standing within a 10-foot radius would be covered in blood if I made it. <laughs> But that just happens in like everyday shoots for you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everything except except this the latest one we've been working on. If somebody dies and there's mass amounts of blood, but this one well, no, that's not true. There is a dead body with mass amounts of blood hey. in this one too, I forgot. That's like your calling card. Yep. Well, I I I mean we didn't really get into it when we watched True Blood, but like Quentin Tarantino was a big influence or true. When we watched True Blood, sorry, true romance. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is a big influence for me, for sure. As far as like, I feel like he's blood fountains. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. Just don't force your actors to drive on unsafe roads. No. Mm. Yeah. Everyone is bad. Marissa <laughs> did jump into a dumpster full of thumbtacks, but I did not tell her to do that. She did that on her own accord, she and I was horrified. Did she make it? What? In Hold Up, she jumps into that dumpster. I did not tell her to jump into the dumpster, and earlier in the day, we had thrown out a bunch of thumbtacks because uh, we finished shooting out her bedroom scenes, which had all these things hanging with thumbtacks. Just threw away all of our syringes. <laughs> And I was just like watching horrified as she jumps in and I was like, oh my God, expecting her to come out covered in thumbtacks. She was okay. That's good. Then we put a mattress in it and I told her to do it again. (laughs) Yes, wrap it up. Okay. I like Blade. It was okay. Wrap wrap it up. Sam, you like Blade? Yeah, this was super fun, guys. I mean, it's not a perfect movie, but damn, it's enjoyable and I could totally watch it again. Totally. I didn't expect it to be so good. I I didn't know. Now you say you could watch it again. Are you in for Blade Two with Guillermo? Totally. And maybe Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if he was <laughs> in the second or only the third. I don't. Know. I could do that. Fred, would you guys agree? Because uh, there's there's other there's other great things about other vampires mo- movies, but I still feel like this was the baddest assist of of yeah. the vampire movies. Mm-hmm. I again, you should check out Night Watch and Day Watch. Because there's some badass action in that. Was this a vampire movie or was it a different thing? A vampire hunter movie? Okay. And is that a different thing at all? Are you talking about like, um, I didn't watch it so I have no idea if this is on. on, Van Helsing? uh, uh, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. Or uh, (laughs) maybe Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I haven't seen it. Which is by the guy who did Night Watch and Day Watch. Oh, he directed that? Yeah, he directed that one, too. (laughs) But, like, um, yeah, the the Van Helsing TV series that they made recently. 
I don't know. I don't know if that's a different thing or if I'm just saying bullshit. I don't know. I haven't, well, I haven't it, seen any of that. It reminds me of the Van Helsing movie where okay, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a vampire hunter movie. Yeah. Um, but that was a little more comedy, I think, than this. Yeah. What do you it's, think, Fred? I really liked it. Um, it's I, almost, it's almost. It doesn't feel like a movie we should like. It's almost cooler than I remember it, because, just because it's so long ago and it's still this entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't even feel, uh, except for the CG and the uh, the really bad sword fight. Uh, I feel like a lot of the choreography was awesome and is like up to snuff for today's choreography stuff in action movies. Yeah. Like it's, it was just really cool. I, I'm glad we watched it. What do you think, Ash? Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. This was everything that I hoped it would be and more. And like, I feel like we've watched several movies lately where it's like, do I want to watch the sequels? No. But this one, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. This this is awesome. I love this world. And I had to look it up because I just can't believe that this movie got a 54%. And it's 54% is what critics gave it. Audience gave it a 78%, which I feel is more on par yeah, with what this film actually deserves. Yeah. Because it was entertaining. There's definitely moments that are like don't quite make sense but i feel like with action movies sometimes you know you just gotta lean into it yeah you know yeah i thought it was good i liked it i will i want to say i don't think we quite touched on it but like i feel like wesley snipes did a fantastic job in this film and i'm kind of like surprised that we don't see him in more things i think it's only because he's getting older okay but he was like really intense in this yeah he was great like in a in a filling the screen kind of way like it it was i wish there was more stuff with him watch with with him yeah absolutely there's a ton of stuff it's just not brand new stuff yeah there's a lot of good snipes out there (laughs) all right so that is blade yeah if you like this show it's part of the last dash tv network of content uh, it's this podcast and a YouTube channel with a cooking show and a drinking show, video game parodies, and a lot more fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Guys, I forgot to tweet a picture oh, so that people could guess what we were watching. Sorry, I forgot. It's my fault. But anyway, oh, you can follow us. Um, we're at Laugh TV, or you can follow this podcast at Let's Rewatch. And you can subscribe on YouTube where Laugh TV, where if you like to see things covered in blood, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you liked our podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes or Google Play Music. We are real close to five stars, and we really want to hit that mark. And yeah. you can help us. So make sure your podcast feeds are up to date and you tell your friends we'll be doing this again in another two weeks for and, more. Let's and thanks watch. for watching. Or I mean listening. <laughs> Whatever you did. Thanks for watching Blade and not listening to the podcast. Yeah. I, God, I hope I haven't done this one already. But next week, <laughs> we're going to watch The Last Exorcism Part 2. Oh, God. Wait, how could there be a part two? I think you did do this one before, but I think it's appropriate. I think you should do it again.